Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up. 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 Good morning, everybody. Today is Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. I'm your host, Ephraim Jr., and today we pulled Suzanne. It all feels very apocalyptic. 2-22-22, and here we are. I hope you had a wonderful President's Day weekend. I myself had a three-day weekend in which I did nothing. I did nothing except enjoy pleasures of the flesh. I'm telling you, I thought that Saturday and Sunday were basically the same day. I was up so late on Saturday, and I ended my night at like 11 in the morning with a two-hour phone call with our dearest Douglas Nepper, and then I fell asleep, and then I was like, it's still Saturday, I guess. I don't know. She was living her best life this weekend. Me and my friend Maggie went to this bar where I saw the beautiful dogs of downtown LA parade by proudly, handsomely, goodly. They were all very lovely. And then all day Monday, it was President's Day. It was a day of rest so that we could honor our dear Abraham Lincoln and our dear Donald Trump. You know, it's a day to honor, to reflect and to honor the presidents that have come before and the presidents that will be, whoever she may be next. But I pulled Suzanne today, and I have to admit, I don't have much of a connection to Suzanne. I don't have much of a connection with Leonard Cohen. I've never really been into that strange writing style, that 70s writing style. And to be fair, this song, Suzanne, was originally published as a poem, like in his first book of poetry, I guess. And Judy Collins recorded it first, I think. And then he had the idea to record it for his first album, and it was his debut single. So it was his very first thing that anyone ever heard from him. And according to Wikipedia, the song was written about a woman he had a platonic relationship with that he only, he says he only imagined having sex with her, that neither the opportunity nor the inclination had ever arisen for him to follow through on anything like that, but that she would take him down by the harbor in Montreal and they would have tea and he, I guess, the perfect woman. But to me, what I'm taking out of this song today and what I'd like to focus on is just how one person can be linked into one song inexplicably and inextricably. Like once a song has its hooks in someone in your mind, it never changes right? And I was in the shower. Oh my God, she takes showers. And I was in the shower on Saturday or Sunday, can't tell you which day. And I had a bunch of my music on shuffle. And the song by Joan Baez came up. It's called Sweeter for Me. And that's linked to this person in my mind. And I just, the moment the opening riff started, I was like, oh my God. And I was like, thank God I'm in the shower so no one can see me cry. And I did because it was just tied up in this person. And it seems, according to the Wikipedia page, that Suzanne and Leonard had a very fleeting platonic relationship. And that this song immortalized that forever, even though he saw her only twice since the song was written. He saw her once a few years later after a concert. And then once 20 years later, and he didn't even recognize her. So that moment in time with someone is immortalized forever. And we are such feeling creatures that I think that the moment something like that comes up, we are ready to, we're ready to go back there. We're ready to feel. It's just interesting to me how this song, how this immortalized that moment in time. I don't know. I don't know what that means for us today. This is the only 22222 you get, but like honestly, like today 22222 
something should be immortalized today. Write something down. Today feels very official somehow. It feels like it should be important. It feels like something important has to happen today, right? Because we never get another 2-22-22. Again, I know we never get any day again, but <laughs> this one especially. Do you have those songs like in high school or even since high school where you just hear them and they instantly remind you of someone and not necessarily like, oh, that was our song, but like just a song. I was watching Licorice Pizza this weekend. I saw Licorice Pizza. And let me, let's talk. Okay. All right, Paul Thomas Anderson. Enough. You're wildin'. Has anyone ever hated gay people more than Paul Thomas Anderson? Yes, actually. I know that's to be true. And I'm sure he doesn't hate gay people. But the miserableness of all of his gay characters in all of the movies that he dares to put one in, which I have three by my count, Boogie Nights, Magnolia, and again, once more here in Licorice Pizza, all of his gay characters are so miserable that it makes me feel like he must look at the gay community. And they're, they're, they're also one-dimensional. They've got one problem and one issue and that is it. And they are so miserable that it makes me think that he must think that is what the gay community is. There's no reality to his gay characters whatsoever. And I hate it. I hate it. It makes me so angry. And there's never any people of color in his movies. And I'm just over Paul Thomas Anderson. Licorice Pizza, by the way, although a tone poem and Cooper Hoffman, who was who is Philip Seymour Hoffman's son and who was starring in the film, was really amazing. And Haim, what's her name? Alana Haim? Like, wow, Haim, whole, the whole band's in the movie. The whole family's in the movie. And that was cool. But, like, come on. Like, oh, my God. Licorice Pizza. I don't know if you saw it and you love it, but that's how I feel. I want to center. Like, I don't want Paul Thomas Anderson to center a gay character because guess what? He doesn't have any idea about the gay community. And it will be, it would be just be so infuriating. So just don't, don't throw us a bone. I don't know. It makes me so mad. Ah. Well, that's neither here nor there. <laughs> that's how I feel about licorice pizza. And that's sad because I was looking forward to licorice pizza. I don't know why I was looking forward to it. I already hate Paul Thomas Anderson. I also hate that he's considered like the best director in the world. I'm like, this is a white man who tells white stories for white people. There's nothing in his movies that is exciting to me. Although I do like some of his movies, Magnolia and Boogie Nights in particular. And also There Will Be Blood. Those are good movies. But like, all right, where's the richness of the world around us, Paul Thomas, Paul Thomas? This is not supposed to be a takedown of Paul Thomas Anderson. This is New Music Tuesday because... Yesterday was President's Day, and I've already vowed that whenever I have a day off from my other job, I take a day off from Never Shut Up, and I'm still trying to be on my habit tracker, and still, you know, but Maggie said, my friend Maggie said, the first empty box is freeing, because then you realize it's not about being perfect, it's just about being consistent, and guess what? I'm okay with having three empty Never Shut Up boxes and one empty Didn't Eat Dairy box, because they put sour cream in my burrito, and before I realized it, I was already halfway done. And you know what? I made the choice to finish it. It was delicious. Oh, my God. It was delicious. I love that burrito. Anyway, I hope you have a wonderful Tuesday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. And immortalize someone. Immortalize someone today. Take a picture. Shoot a short video of someone. Write a poem for somebody. Write a song for somebody. If you Just immortalize someone else today. Look at someone differently with new eyes. Someone that you would not expect. Suzanne. You can hear the boats go by, which... Again, let's talk about that 70s writing style, which Tori loves, you know, and appears in some of her songs, too. Da, da, da. Okay, bye. You can't get it when you want it. 
take it when you can I can't see you when I want to I can't even hold your hand Oh, when I'm alone in the middle of the night I can't reach out for you to hold me tight Can't get it when you want it alone I want it all the time That I can't see you when I need you I have to wait for you to make time for me My heart is in prison Yes, it is
Y'all remember when we were kids? What? Every minute it's running through my head. Hundred million thoughts that I could have said. And every minute it starts over again.
It's all around you. 
Never Shut Up is a production of the Sideways Society. For more information and links to things mentioned on the show, please visit us online at songsoftoriamus.com. Yes, I know what you think of me. You never shut up.